country man says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River, she's a gold dry The interest is up and the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged if you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids and the dogs and me I got a shotgun, a rifle and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive I can plow a field all day long I can catch catfish from dusk till dawn Make our own whiskey and our own smoke too Ain't too many things these old boys can't do We grow good old tomatoes and homemade wine And country boy can survive Country folks can survive Because you can't starve us out And you can't make us run Those wins and more boys raised on shotguns We say grace and we say ma'am If you ain't into that We don't give a damn We came from the West Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the western skies And we can skin a buck, we can run a trot line And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive I had a good friend in New York City He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly My grandpa taught me how to live off the land And his taught him to be a businessman He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights And I'd send him some homemade wine But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For $43 my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause the country boy can survive Hey all you country, country boys, boys out there And you country gals Surviving out there uh, This is your fellow country boy Up here in the wilds of North Dakota uh, Surviving And thank you for thanking you for joining us uh, here on April 19th, 2023. This is a live show coming to you Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time on the Republic Broadcasting Network. And uh, always ready to take your calls at, I've even memorized it, 512, that's your Round Rock area code there, 248. Who do we appreciate? Okay, you know who the answer, who's the answer to that? 248 and then 
Yes, indeed, it's 8252. Call that number, and you can get into the show and uh, spread your wisdom to millions of fellow patriots. Uncounted, teeming hordes. Uh, but thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, let's see, since we last met up, all the news I've seen today, uh, which is, you know, in the 24-hour interval between our shows, which are kind of like, you know, just uh, intervals in which we can absorb what has occurred in the previous 24 hours, uh, that's what I'm doing from one show to the next. <laughs> Most of my time is I'm re either reading books or studying, uh, you know, what's going on. And then I... Sh try to find something I think might be interesting to you and I share that with you. So that's where we are. Uh, in the last 24 hours, have I seen anything truly depressing? Let's see. Let me think. Let me think. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I would remember if I'd seen something like that in the last 24 hours. Things have looked pretty good. Uh, how about on the Trump front? This is, after all, the Trump phenomenon show. And uh, on the Trump front, the news has been good. So that's my short executive summary of the previous 24 hours. And, of course, if I miss something, and how easy as heck to, for me to miss something, I'm like you. I check the, my favorite websites. I check my favorite video channels for anything that comes up. And, you know, if, after you've done about six of those, you pretty well feel you've covered the waterfront. If something, you know, like if World War III has broken out in the last 24 hours, yeah, somebody would have noticed it. Uh, so, and uh, and other such things. So, the uh, there was one interesting thing I noticed in the last twenty four hours that I cannot verify. I don't have any. This is just. Uh, some people are thinking this may have happened, and other people are thinking it, it didn't. And of course, this. That's the problem you and I, all of us have, which is who's telling the truth? Where is the truth? What is the truth? As uh, High Res says, <laughs> what is the truth? Uh, there's some people who think that in the catastrophe that Joe Biden and the deep state and the globalists are engineering uh, to bring us to the brink of World War III, uh, you know, they have various purposes. Uh, destroy Vladimir Putin, who they hate him for being a nationalist and a patriot of Russia. Uh, destroy Russia, you know, so on. A, a, a whole assortment of insane goals. Now, they have, it hasn't gone well for them. That's my impression. I don't think this Ukrainian war has developed as they planned. What do you think? I think they're really, I think they really screwed up uh, from their point of view. Because the what has occurred is they have destroyed the European economy, uh, crippled the American economy. They have, their well, their goal was to crush the Russian economy. And by so doing, make Vladimir Putin so hated by the Russian people that they would expel him from office. 
And the exact opposite has occurred. They have not crushed the Russian economy at all. It looks as if the Russian economy is flying high. Doing better than ours, doing better than any of the Western Europeans economies uh, uh, in its trajectory. Vladimir Putin is, again, how do you know what's true? <laughs> but it appears Vladimir Putin is certainly more popular than Joe Biden. He's way more popular. He's got Donald Trump style popularity in Russia. Maybe as much as 80% of the Russian people support him. So that that's uh, an unexpected consequence. Didn't work. How did that work out? And then the other thing is that uh, they have, by attacking the Russian economy, they have forced what was going all the way back to the days of you know World War II. American foreign policy commentators said the worst possible outcome for America would be to uh, bring Russia and China together against us. That would be the most dumbass thing we could do. And that's what that's what Joe Biden's done. Yep. He's put together the coalition that has more military power than we do. That has economic power uh, on the same order of magnitude. He's put together. Uh, well, get this. OK, this is this is off the top of my head. I should have written I should have written it down when I saw it. But get this. What's happened in the last year? Just one year. India used to get 1% of its oil energy imports from Russia. One year ago, it was 1%. Guess what it is as we speak? Or, you know, this year, now. 51%. It went from 1% to 51%. Okay? China. China, one year ago, was getting 26%, or maybe it was 24%, of its energy from Russian oil. It's now at 36%. It's gone from a quarter to over a third. And, of course, India is, you know, that's, my gosh, 1 to 51. So, and they're paying good money. So Russia has found markets for its incredible mineral wealth and agricultural wealth other they didn't need us i mean they weren't desperate for us so that wasn't the way you know the smart the smart asses in washington dc you know in their planning meetings uh they didn't think it was going to go this way they didn't foresee india going from one percent to 51 percent and the price of oil staying up nice and high. So the uh, now here's the story that I heard, that, and I know this all the, everything I've said so other previously that's all just facts. This is just speculation. Some people are saying that the Russian military has launched a, a an incredible weapon that they have that is better than anything the U.S. has called the Kinzhal, the Kinzhal hypersonic missile. What What is this thing capable of doing? Now, by the way, any of you that are more knowledgeable than myself, feel, feel free to call in at the aforementioned number and correct me um, 
on my approximations. As I understand it, a hypersonic missile can fly 12,000 miles an hour. That's one of the – it's anything over Mach 5, I believe. Well, what happens, laws of physics, you increase the velocity of an object and the, uh, the force of the impact increases dramatically. So if you have a heavy, pretty, pretty good-sized Kinzhal missile dropped from considerable standoff distance at a target, uh, and it slams into the ground at ten or 12,000 miles an hour, that baby can really penetrate. That's a penetrating munition, even if it doesn't explode, just as a, 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 just as a piece of iron. Uh, a, some people are saying, now this is not verified, but therein lies part of the story is why we may not be hearing it. NATO, we are told, had a bunker in the Lvov area. 300 feet under the, 400 feet under the ground. 130 meters. And 300 high-ranking NATO generals, colonels, and so on, died when that was struck by a Kinzhal missile in, in recent weeks. And the, the story has been completely covered up because it is so incredibly embarrassing to the deep state liars. Now, it may, not have, it may not have occurred, but that's one of the – we have to kind of uh, – I'll just put it out there so you can get your ears out listening, get, get your antennae up. Because if that occurred, that is a real – that really raises the pucker factor for the NATO people. If, they're, if the Russians, the Russian military, has a weapon such as that, that in other words, can hit anywhere, any – no – Fortification is safe. This is not a nuclear weapon. It's simply a very fast-moving weapon, which we don't have. How do you like them apples? We don't have that weapon. And, oh, here's the kicker, as Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the story. What defensive device has the, have the geniuses in the Pentagon come up with to stop hypersonic missiles? I mean, they are spending, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars of your, you know, your savings and your income they're taxing out of you. Uh, let's see. What are the Boeing, Raytheon, uh, General Dynamics. Uh, what, what, what did they come up with? Zippo. Nothing. They can't stop a hypersonic missile in any way, shape, or form. It, it isn't, there isn't even anything that could try. So here the Russians have a weapon that can touch... You know, they use that phrase in the military, we could reach out and touch you. Well, Russia is now notifying, or these people know, Vladimir Putin and the Russian people, the Russian military, we can reach out and touch you. That's right. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter how many stars you have on your shoulders. And it doesn't matter how many hundreds of feet you are under the ground. You ain't safe, Jack. And that is not a fun death to die. Imagine if this actually happened and these people perished, 300 people perished 400 feet under the ground. That must have been ugly. Now, how do you even get them out of there? And how do you search for – meanwhile, you're, you're denying that it even occurred. 
but you're going to have stage a massive effort to find any survivor. So anyway, stay tuned for that. It's called the Kinzhal hypersonic missile and any Russian plane, but with the right, you know, fitting on the bottom can carry those large or small. They can carry that Kinzhal missile, launch it from a standoff position and in she comes. So anyway, the pucker factor is up on that. All right, let's go. Let's go to uh, uh, that. Really got my attention this morning when I first I saw that covered on a show called Redacted with Clayton Morris. Redacted, and uh, maybe a, a show that you have used to educate yourself. Uh, here's an interesting article. What does the president put up today for us? It's, it is a storm of great messaging. Uh, many segments of videotape uh, covering the waterfront with wisdom and greatness. Well, here's one he links to. Now, this is, this is apparently a really good place to garner wisdom. AmericanThinker.com. AmericanThinker.com. So the president links us to a story which uh, very very modestly titled <laughs> from the president's point of view. He didn't put this title there. It's called Washington and Trump, the Indispensable Men. Ooh, all right. You can bet the president sat down to read all of that. Well, here, here's what it is. Here it is. Let's, let's get it. Uh, let's get it up here. Here it is. Here's the article. And the author is, uh, I'm not familiar with him. I don't know anything about him. Al Bienenfeld, Bienenfeld, B-I-E-N-E-N-F-E-L-D. And I'm sorry, I didn't do the homework on looking him up to see what his bona fides are. But Al Bienenfeld, a writer for the American thinker. And uh, the, the masthead has... Uh, Uncle Sam, in his traditional attire, seated on a tree stump in the position of Rodin's The Thinker. Kind of a nice logo. All right, and I'm going to go right to the end of the article. It's a nice, long, juicy article. I'm going to go right to the end of it and cut to the chase. Uh, He says at the very end, he says this. Like George Washington before him, Donald Trump made it clear that he would not pursue a war detrimental to our nation. Now, this was preceded by a a story on how Washington conducted himself in the lead up to and the conduct of our uh, Revolutionary War. And all of the incredibly brilliant leadership and brave leadership that he offered. I'll put my finger there and come right back after this break. Stay tuned.
For the past 14 years, it's been my privilege to host the National Intel Report on RBN, to offer a platform to interview exceptional guests, to provoke critical thought, and examine evidence, whether real, fake, or somewhere in between, and allow our audience to call in and participate with your input and questions in order to help us all reach an educated decision and arrive at our own truth. Our world has changed. It's now been turned on its head. Real is now considered fake, and mainstream fake is now pushed as real, rather than than any clear clear thinking, thinking, consensus, consensus or or rationale. Those few remaining beacons of light, the ones still shining through the mainstream media lies, propaganda, and deception, are being viciously attacked at every level through attempts at censorship, threatening advertisers, jailing hosts, and even killing journalists brave enough to speak the truth to you. We are in a war for our very freedom and existence, and through these despicable acts, freedom haters, collectivists, and communitarians have shown they will stop at nothing to blot out these last few beacons of light. Truth is becoming increasingly more difficult to unmask, just as the term unmasking itself is spoken by those usually anonymous sources. They promote their lies, wishing to mask the truths by ignoring it, vilifying it, or conspiratorializing it into a black hole abyss. Regrettably, RBN has reached reached the tipping point, and through internal audit and actuarial review, it has now been determined that the only life raft of survival to this network is to go the way of PBS, that being audience-supported. Like a cornered animal, the left with veracity is pulling out all the stops with every effort to effectively blacken our beacon forever. Help us, folks. Help yourselves. Don't let our light stop shining. Our motto has always been, because you can handle the truth. It's time to review your budget, folks. If you want the truth to keep flowing through RBN, go to republicbroadcasting.org and become a regular monthly donor of 30, 40, 50, or 100 or more a month and ensure you keep the truth flowing. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. For the first time since its inception, RBN is offering a limited opportunity to you, the listener, to join our quest. You will be provided an effective platform on both Internet and satellite broadcasting and also gain the opportunity to both share your creativity with our producers and voice your message with thousands of patriots. Interested? Call 800-724-2719, extension 3, for details. Daddy's name wasn't Willie Woodrow, and I wasn't born and raised in no ghetto. Just a white boy looking for a place to do my thing. Well, I'm out to find me a wealthy woman in a line of work that don't take no diploma. I ain't got much to lose, but got a lot to gain. Well, some might call me a good time fella. I ain't black and I ain't a yellow. Just a white boy looking for a place to do my thing. Yeah, I don't want no handout living and don't want a part of anything they're giving. I'm proud and white and I got a song to sing. 
Well, I've said a few things and I'll admit it If you want to get ahead, you gotta hump and get it I'm a white boy looking for a place to do my thing Hump and get it now mm-hmm. Yeah Well, I'm a small town boy, been around a little I like guitars and I like a fiddle And that's the kind of soul it takes to fan my flame Well, I'm a blue-eyed Billy, kind of frail and ruddy, so I'll have to work to be somebody. I'm a white boy looking for a place to do my thing. I don't want no handout living and don't want a don't part, want a part of anything they're giving. I'm proud and white and white I got a song, got a song to sing. To sing. <laughs> Oh, boy, you know, I never saw Merle Haggard live, and uh, that was a mistake. I had two chances, two easy chances. I could have gone to a Merle Haggard show, and it didn't do it. Uh, Well, uh, you know, not to repeat that same mistake, I made sure when Hank Williams Jr. came to Grand Forks, North Dakota, I made sure to go to the show, and I'm glad I did it. Another great man on the same kind of scale as Merle Haggard. The uh, okay. Let me continue reading this uh, this article here. Where 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 was we? Uh, this article on Washington and Trump, the indispensable men, uh, and a, 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 an author named Beanenfeld. Feld, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. He says, uh, like Washington before him, Trump made it clear that he would not pursue a war detrimental to our nation. This is contrary to the Biden administration's comfort with the potential for massive death and destruction if they further, if they further their political objectives. These people are sick. Uh, no, let me not put commentary in the guy's article here. That was my comment. Now, back to his article. Thanks to the Biden administration's multiple failures, Americans are learning how foreign assaults do not have to include physical violence. The Russian-Chinese partnership is attacking the dollar in international trade. Numerous nations are now decoupling and preparing to trade in Chinese currency, while the Biden administration and the congressional black communists worry about transgender rights and the phantom menace of white supremacy. Not to be outdone with sheer lunacy, the Republican establishment's biggest concern seems to be figuring out how to stop Donald Trump from being reelected. Unlike his political opponents in the Democrat and Republican parties, Donald Trump is very serious about the dangers that Americans face. Like Churchill in the mid-1930s, who repeatedly warned Great Britain and the world about Adolf Hitler and was ignored, Trump is the only one speaking about the Russo-China threat to our nation. Who else can lead? So here's the point of the article. Who else can lead the United States of America in 2024 if no one will even acknowledge the dangers we face? If there is someone else more capable, then please tell me who. That's my question, too. I joined this author in putting that question out there then please tell me who. History will show that Donald Trump is indispensable to our nation's survival at this juncture, just as George Washington was 
for our founding. Isn't that nice? There's a whole, if you want to read it at, at uh, AmericanThinker.com, it's a beautiful article, but, we, you know, this is, we don't have time to read it. And plus, we certainly want to go to the man himself and hear his own voice, hear the indispensable man. Here he is. Let's go over there to TruthSocial.com. And let me get that screen up there for me and get that computer shaped up. And let's listen to the president. Now, let me hit refresh because it's been a few minutes since I was there. Donald Trump has a, a propensity to whip out a, a post in just a few seconds. So you gotta got to run fast to keep up with Donald Trump. So here he is. Here's his latest. Now, there's so many, I can only play a few of them. But here's his latest video message. These, these things I play for you are show Donald Trump in, in front of a naval painting of a looks like a naval battle. I wish I could identify the painting. It's just it's, it's, uh, it's not in focus as the president is in the foreground. Uh, a beautiful two with American flags on either side in front of a great fireplace. I'll bet you. Uh, but a dollar to a donut. He's at Mar-a-Lago as he's making these incredible. All of them have had this same setting. Here he is. We're getting lots of job requests from people currently working for the Social Security Medicare cutting. The sanctimonious campaign. <laughs> Ron's poll numbers are dropping so fast and furious that many people are speculating he's not going to run. Now, come on, folks. Come on. Broadcasting I mean, real news, real talk. Oh. Let, let's take the break right here, and then we'll come right back to this. My name is Don Wiskin, and at 42 years old, I suffered a massive heart attack, lost 35% of my heart to damaged tissue, and was supposed to spend the rest of my life on disability. What did I do? I took Extendivite, a garlic and cayenne mix of seven herbs which rebuilt my heart and gave me back my life. For over 17 years now, I have made this formula available to you so you don't have to suffer the same thing I did. Clean your blocked arteries and strengthen your heart and boost your natural immune system. I'm 60 years old now, and I still work every day. To get your Extendivite, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Extend your life with Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. 
go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on long-term food storage in the rotating sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Which will conclusively prove George Soros' role in orchestrating the pandemic. But first, dear patriots, the truth train has brought us a conspiracy in our own backyard. Now, you may think you know the story. Now, it's like I always say, there's a whole lot of bullshit out there. So I'd like to give Soros, Pelosi, the Zionists, the Mexican, Mexican, the Snowflakes, and... Stay strong, truth tellers. Stay strong. Stay strong. You're listening to RBN in defense of the Republic. Hey, we're back. And uh, this is the Trump Phenomenon Radio Show. I think I forgot to mention that at the beginning of the show. Uh, the uh, Let me play uh, a little more of this. Inc- That's why I said, come on, listen to Donald Trump. Just, I mean, he doesn't even call Ron DeSantis Ron DeSantis. I, you know what's going to happen? I guarantee you. People are going to be out because I just caught myself doing this that just now they're going to forget what ron DeSantis is um which he used to say by the way as ron d d, uh, d. sand he used to pronounce his own name differently just a couple of years ago but anyway now he's using ron DeSantis. people are going <laughs> to they hear donald trump saying ron de sanctimonious enough times they're going to be out in public saying uh you know ron de sanctimonious <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, the so we'll go back and we'll play that for just a second. But I was just thinking, you know, this is so brutal, the the way that Donald Trump is, you know, and this, you know, look, this is a contact sport, and uh, you know, one thing is true about Donald Trump is no, no more Mister Nice Guy. This the time for patty cake and footsie is long gone. It's just our survival, World War Three. There's no time for messing around. So, Ron, de sanctimonious, come on. We've got, you know, we may have, I just ordered a book. Well, here, here it is right here. It came today. It's called Final Battle. Final Battle. Here it is. The next election could be the last. You may want to get this book. The Final Battle. Or no, Final Battle. The next election could be the last uh, by David Horowitz, who I used to hang out with, a friend of mine, and uh, long ago. I mean, I haven't seen or heard of David Horowitz in many a year, but back in high school, college days, and uh, the uh, uh, <laughs> 
this is no no more time for pussy putting around. The um, so now listen to this. This is this hard hitting from Donald Trump. Maybe he's. I mean, has he knocked Ron DeSanctimonious out of the race? Has he knocked him out of the ball game? I think maybe he has, because he's plummeting like a rock. Yes, root for the home team, Donald Trump. That was Frank Sinatra and Gene Kelly, of course. And uh, I'm going to use that over and over again as Donald Trump progressively knocks out one after the other. You know, bartenders set him up. He's going to knock him out one at a time. And uh, he already had knocked out Mike Pompeo. Uh, Glenn Youngkin looks like he's uh, lost the stomach for it. And uh, <laughs> now let's go back to the, to the man himself, the home team. He just hired... Kiss of death, Jeffro. He's a kiss of death. I can tell you a lot of the people that we defeated who were represented by Jeffro. Kiss of death. Who dropped Young Kim. You know who Young Kim is? To see if he can help. And he's going to help Ron. But I don't think he's going to help him much. Because I'm leading in Texas by 42 points. Iowa and New Hampshire by a lot. Overall by close to 40 and by 10 against the scammer, Joe Biden. Thank you. <laughs> you know, you know, it just occurred to me that what this great man is doing. He wants to get this primary nonsense over with early so he can focus on the enemy. Well, he can get deal with the enemy with, within and then focus on the other enemy, the, the communists. The, en- the enemy within the Republican Party. So I, it's interesting. He's kind of rushing it uh, to good purpose. He wants to, he doesn't, let's get this fight over with. And then, then we can focus on the real, the real battle. He doesn't want to go through a long primary season with debates and, you know, okay, I'm going to get up on the stage here and I've, I've got a debate, uh, you know, Chris Christie maybe. No, we don't want to watch a debate with Chris Christie. What a snooze. No, we want to watch Donald Trump take on the Democrats, the communists, directly. So dispense with the rhinos. And uh, so uh, let's go to the next message. Here's his next message. The only reason I have these absolutely ridiculous investigations against me headed up by racists and lunatics and radical left maniacs is for the purpose of election interference. That's what they're doing. It's election interference. It will be harder for the Democrats to cheat like they did in 2020. Too many people watching. So they're going right to the old Soviet Union playbook and using the DOJ, FBI and others injustice to interfere with our once sacred elections. We've got to swamp these cheaters and we will win. We will win bigger than we've ever won before. We must swamp these cheaters. We must stop them. Nice. Okay, here's another one. 
And notice he, he, well, just listen to him. And, you know, the, uh, this, this writer, Bienenfeld, he's, he's, he, this characteristic that you just heard from Donald Trump, that's what he was writing about, that George Washington characteristic. As much as I can enjoy a day like Tuesday, where the radical left lunatics, maniacs, and perverts had me indict. <laughs> radical left lunatics, maniacs, and perverts. Oh, come on. <laughs> he's, he's not. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Radical lunatics, maniacs, and perverts. So each Democrat can decide which of those three categories, or is it all three they are in? <laughs> perverts. I like that. Call your enemy perverts. Oh, wait, I forgot to go. We got a phone call here. Joel in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Joel, are you there? I am indeed, James Kelso. I'm, uh, I don't know if you remember me, but I used to uh, call the show back in the day when I was living in Santa Monica, California. Oh, yeah, of course, yes. You, you, what a flashback. Thank you for calling. So you're up in Idaho now? Uh, yes, in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And, well, why did you um, give up? Wait a minute, Joel. Why did you give up on Santa Monica if things are going so well there? Well, you know when, um, you know when I actually was happy when tanks were on the street there is when I decided <laughs> I might be. Uh, it might not. I might have to get out of there sooner or later. So I think it yeah. was Henry Kissinger that said, uh, "Well." You know, one day they'll be happy when tanks are on the street. And after the riots there, uh, the BLM riots, and uh, eventually in our old neighborhood, uh, they stopped delivering mail uh, because the post office uh, mail carriers were getting mugged too frequently. And, yeah. um, and you know, the, the drugged out uh, homeless, and I don't even know if it was they were – specifically drugged out so much as they were, you know, just never getting any sleep. And uh, it just got really crazy in your old stomping grounds, let me tell you. It was actually, I think, one it's of my the first... third, most, third most dangerous city in California now. Okay, I had not heard that. That's 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 tragic. Yeah, one of my first jobs as a teenager was as a letter carrier. I was hired after a civil service exam that I won. Uh, at the Santa Monica, remember the old Santa Monica post office? Uh-huh, that, that, yep. That is no more. Yeah, I, I took the test right there. Well, Joel, uh, uh, been a while, so bring me up to date. What's on your mind tonight? Okay, well, uh, since I got here, I started helping out with a newspaper called The People's Pen, which has been uh, very... A very exciting newspaper here in Coeur d'Alene. Um, it's had a huge circulation before the elections. Uh, the Republican, uh, like the Republican Central Committee, has bought ads and then paid uh, for the paper to go to every mailbox in the county uh, and adjoining counties. And they've uh, done—I mean, they've really done good. Uh, really getting their good Republican conservative, many of them former Ron Paul fans, uh, getting them 
you know, closer to the government uh, so they could maybe do some good. So with that paper, and one of the things that's been kind of a buzz, and I wanted to get your thoughts on this, because as far as I know, you're the biggest Trump fan in America. (laughs) So so I wanted to see what you thought of Roger Stone's, and and if you don't mind, if I give this to the paper, uh, you know, uh, maybe they could actually transcribe it and use it for a story. But I wanted to find out what you thought of Roger Stone's proposal of a Trump Kennedy Jr. ticket. Oh, uh, that's an interesting question. Yeah, I've I heard that, and the uh, uh, thank you for the unmerited comp- compliment. But uh, I appreciate it. I certainly am. I'm, I'm as I'm as pro-Trump as a uh, person can get. The uh, uh, Roger Stone, of course, a, a giant in our cause, and he. It's an interesting proposal, Robert Kennedy Jr. He is also a giant, uh, uh, you know, speaking of Washington and Trump tonight, I would put uh, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., the son of the assassinated Robert Kennedy, the attorney general, because he's just a champion. He's a man who stands for truth. And it's an interesting proposal by Roger Stone. Here's my reaction. Um, I don't know whether I, you know, it's it's an interesting idea to float out there because it would have such a power because there are many people who are Democrats who are definitely admirers of Robert Kennedy Jr. And they don't see him as a right winger at all, but he's a real patriot. So Donald Trump would have like an unbelievably uh, electable ticket with Robert Kennedy Jr. as his vice president. And, uh, it's 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 a very powerful combo. It's worth thinking about. I don't know what Robert Kennedy Jr. thinks of it. The news, folks, is that Robert Kennedy Jr. has announced he's running as a Democrat against Joe Biden. So, uh, you know, Donald Trump might not want to interrupt that fight. That could be a very fun fight to watch. It is a man of integrity, Kennedy Jr., up against and don't don't impute any you know the, the Kennedys are all over the place with their levels of integrity. So Robert Kennedy Jr. is a man of integrity. Uh, th- that fist fight may we may want that to happen. We may we may want Kennedy Jr. to take on Joe Biden to you know bloody him up in the political fist fighting. Um, but I guess he could do that as a VP candidate just as easily for Donald Trump. That's my reaction, uh, Joel. Well, now, what if the unthinkable happened and Kennedy Jr. beat Biden for the Democratic nomination? And we found, assuming that Trump was the Republican nominee, what do you think would happen if there was actually a Trump versus Kennedy race? Actually, that that's frightening to me because Kennedy Kennedy Jr. is a strong candidate. And I would not want to see Donald Trump. I mean, that would be a tough race. And Trump would agree with that. Uh, running against Robert Kennedy Jr. would be a tough race because he's not running against a dirt bag anymore. He's running against a man of integrity. And so uh, Trump would have to change, you know, change the tone of the fight. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of 
that's one thing that Kennedy Jr. will take into the uh, the fisticuffs with Biden is that uh, Kennedy Jr. I think he will zoom in the polls. He will go up because Democrats will go. Gee, this this harks back to the days of John F. Kennedy. You know, the, oh, you know, happy days are here again. And so a lot of Democrats will rally to the flag of Robert Kennedy Jr. And Joe Biden, uh, he might beat Joe Biden for the nomination. That's that's right. Because every come on. Is there somebody who doesn't know that Joe Biden is? Let me count the ways. Uh, totally corrupt, uh, totally demented. Uh, I like Donald Trump's word, a pervert. He's a per- and, and <laughs> Trump is referring to, among others, uh, Joe Biden when he says, uh, you know, maniacs, lunatics, and perverts. And Joe Biden is all three. So I, you know, I don't know. But you see, the, the I, I I don't think Robert Kennedy can get the nomination because the communists have so fully taken over the Democrat Party. I think they will find a way to sabotage Robert Kennedy Jr. and push him out of the way. So I think they'll they'll push him out of the yeah because Robert Kennedy Jr. is an old school person of integrity, and I I think the commies have taken over fully. In the Democrat Party, and we'll push him aside. But it all remains to be seen. We live in interesting times, Joel. Well, indeed. So now, what do you think the Trump base? I mean, do you think they would accept Kennedy Jr. as a running mate? I mean, because I've talked to a couple people, they say, "Oh, well, maybe Carrie Lake, or maybe you know." They even say Ron DeSantis. I think that's getting ruled oh, out. Oh no, that now, that's but that's, uh, yeah. It, yeah, you can put a fork in the DeSantis candidacy. <laughs> That's over with. <laughs> DeSantis screwed it up himself. You know, it was they were well-meaning people. Uh, one of my favorite guys, uh, uh, Wayne Allen Root, the uh, commentator from Las Vegas, he proposed, "Hey, a Trump DeSantis ticket," and he, but he 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 recognizes that that he's not a partisan for that anymore. He recognizes that went away. But the to answer your question, would the MAGA people go for uh, Kennedy? Probably not. And uh, I think the right ticket for Donald Trump would be somebody like um, uh, somebody like Marjorie Taylor Greene, somebody like Matt Gates, somebody like Jim Jordan. The strongest might be Jim Jordan from Ohio because he's just red-blooded, mid-American, you know, flag-waving patriot. You know, national champion, wrestler, he's got it all going. That would be a really strong ticket, Jim Jordan and Donald Trump. Uh-huh. But, I mean, would that have the national appeal that a Kennedy or Trump-Kennedy ticket well, would? Well, Kennedy, Ken, the, the appeal for Kennedy is he brings in Democrats, independents, and old-school old Democrats. Um, and if Trump if, – if, if it were necessary to get Trump elected, there'd be a good case for going with that ticket. And if if, it, if that helped get Trump elected, MAGA people, most of them would go along with it. It's like, well, we've got we, the, the main mission, get Trump in the White House. If if Robert Kennedy is, uh, you know, sleeping at night at the Naval Observatory, that's fine. We can live with that. There's no guarantee that doesn't give him a free ticket to the next presidency. Uh, but uh, Jim Jordan is my preference. I, I think of all the people. Uh, I mean, Jim Jordan, to me, I, 
I don't know, he might be the most admirable MAGA figure who's come up in the course of this MAGA revolution. And uh, Donald Trump is clearly aware of Jim Jordan. And now Jim Jordan is the chairman of the Congressional uh, Justice Committee and and also one of the subcommittees investigating corruption. And so Jim Jordan, and he is uh, roasting our enemies in these hearings that he's conducting aggressively. So this one of the brightest things, best things happening is Jim Jordan and the hearings, which all of us should be enjoying and watching. And, and you need to go out of, out of your way and look for them because New York Times and Washington Post, the national media, they're they're putting it all down the memory hole. They're not going to show it to you on your nightly news. But this is going on now, and you can watch Jim Jordan uh, every day that he's holding hearings and watch him just uh, you know, destroy people like Merrick Garland. Just destroy them. So that's – and he's going to be doing a lot of that between now and the time that Donald Trump picks his running mate. And he will. Donald Trump will personally this time. Uh, it will be clearly simply his own call. He will – you know, he will he will call call it and he will pick his running mate and he will know that this whoever he picks has a uh, a, a leg up on becoming the following president in 2028. Uh, and Jim Jordan would be president. I can just see it now. President Jim Jordan. Wow. He would be he'd be a Trumpian figure. So and there, there are a few other really great people. Marjorie Taylor Greene is one of them, and Matt Gates. I mentioned them, and and others are giants who could be wonderful running mates with Donald Trump. It's a good see. question, okay. Joel. Well, I mean, the other question, I guess, the technical question is, how is that ticket? How does that ticket run? Is there some? I I, I seem to recall you were pretty involved with various. Uh, campaigning and getting on ballots of like third parties or even um, your experience with the Ron Paul uh, movement. Right. Uh, if there was a ticket with a Republican and a Democrat, uh, would would that be votable in most of our states? Or yes, uh, the, the vice presidential have... candidate. Yeah, the vice president. We we've had in American history there were times when the president was of the completely opposite party in the early, you know founding days of our country, uh, opposite and opposed to the vice presidential candidate who won. And they, you know, you don't have to be both be in the same party. But if if uh, Robert Kennedy, if he were to run with Trump, would run because the two men met at Mar-a-Lago and they had a, uh, a meeting of the minds and hearts and they and they they respected each other and like, you know, they realized, you know, we, we got shafted on the vaccine. We got shafted on the the scamdemic, uh, we got shafted on this World War III attempt to start World War III. Robert Kennedy is absolutely right on all those issues, and he and Trump would, you know, instantly bond on both of those issues. And at that point, the two guys would, you know, they would be on the same ticket. I mean, it, uh, how long does it take for Robert Kennedy to become a Republican? Well, how long does it take him to scratch out his name on the Democratic registration and write in on the Republican one? It takes him one minute. So that that could happen. Interesting. It's going to. I okay. think it's going to be. I, I think it's going to be wonderful. We won't see any Mike Pence this time around. When 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 Donald Trump had to settle for Mike Pence, he wasn't in the kind of 
commanding position uh, back in 2015 and 16 that he's in now. So he will pick, Donald Trump will pick a, an absolute winner. Right, yeah. How do you think that there's a lot of disaffected Trump voters to a certain degree? Uh, they say, oh, well, you know, a stance on the vaccines, yada, yada, yada. What, how, you as a big Trump supporter, how do you respond to all that? The biggest in America. You got that one right. The biggest in America. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, biggest in America. What, what do you say to the former Trump voters that are, you know, there's a contingent that are detractors at the moment? How, how does Trump get them back on board? Oh, you mean based on getting hosed on the vaccine? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's the main, one well, of the main gripes. You know, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's to me, that's the, the biggest mistake uh, that Donald Trump made was uh, getting stampeded by uh, what's her name with a scarf and uh, uh, and little Tony, uh, you know, on the, of the medical establishment and uh, Debbie Burks. Oh, God, those those scarves of hers. <laughs> the uh, he got stampeded by the medical establishment. And uh, you, I, it's possible to blame him for that and say, well, you, you should have been a better uh, licensed doctor than you were. You should have understood that these guys are clowns and they're phonies and they're frauds and they're, uh, these are lethal people in the American medical establishment. But how is he supposed to understand that? He, he builds skyscrapers. He, you know, he, he prevents wars. He, I mean, he, how much time has he spent studying uh, you know, uh, epidemiology? So it was very natural and simple that he got he got screwed on the on the covid and you know and, and little Fauci walked into his office oh the sky is falling everyone's going to die unless we have 2 weeks to flatten the curve 2 2 weeks to flatten the curve mr and they just they worked him and uh he, he did not go along with that with any enthusiasm at all and we'll talk about it Joel it's good to talk with you after all these years yeah, likewise. we'll come back. We'll come back to this, and uh, the uh, it will, it, all all the Trump enthusiasts are going to come back. Every every last one of them, and that that was the biggest mistake the president made. And he's not morally culpable on that one. He got screwed, the, the, the way the rest of us got screwed. We'll be back uh, tomorrow night, folks. Thank you, Joel. See you, see you all tomorrow night. Okay, thank you. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. 
To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. <laughs> 